Welcome to the Thoughtful Movements podcast. My name is Joe Webster and I am a qualified Feldenkrais practitioner. I also have 20 years of experience studying and teaching Tai Chi, Qigong and meditation. In this podcast, I'm offering recorded lessons that were taught during my online Feldenkrais class. The Feldenkrais method is a mind-body practice that teaches different movement sequences combined with the skillful use of our attention in order to create profound changes in our physical organization and our state of mind. The aim of the method is to help you feel calm, connected and capable. These recordings are taken from a live class, so you will hear me talking to students as well as giving movement instructions. If you would like to attend the live online classes, I will include a link in the podcast information section. I hope you enjoy the recordings and please do get in contact if you have any feedback or questions related to a lesson. <laughs> so um, so today's lesson's quite a nice gentle one, um, which I think is really nice to contrast some of the more physically active lessons. Um, so um, hope that's uh, appropriate for you. Um, and start off the lesson by lying on your back, please. So as you lie on your back, um, just notice for yourself whether your legs are long, whether your legs are bent. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> Um, yeah, just check in with yourself, give yourself time to settle down on the floor. And just do a, a really small gentle movement, rolling your head to the left slightly. And then bring it back to the middle. And do the same thing, rolling the head very gently, very slowly to the right. So the, this is a rolling motion. Um, so it's not sliding the head, it's rolling the head. So you're leaving the head heavy on the floor and rolling the face to one side than the other. So once you've rolled the face one side to one side and then the other, how do you know where is the middle when you come back? So how would you define that space that you come back to um, that for some reason your nervous system calls the middle. Um, and that is um, the subject of this lesson, so don't worry if you don't have an answer yet. Um, so what I'd like you to do, please, is lie on your stomach, turn over and lie on your stomach. Place your, um, place your hands in front of you, put your, um, your left hand, sorry, your right hand over your left hand. So your elbows are out in front of you, you're lying on your stomach and your, your head is turned to the right so that your right ear is on your right hand. Right ear on the right. Yeah, right ear on the right hand, that's it. And then, um, so in that position, again, so you just take a second to become comfortable in that position. 
And then when you're ready, bend your legs up so that your, um, your knees are bent um, and the soles of your feet are to some degree pointing towards the ceiling. Have your legs spread apart so that they're slightly, and I do mean slightly, wider than the pelvis. And then keeping your legs in that relationship so that your leg, your knees are bent and your legs are slightly wider than um, the, the width of your pelvis. Begin to do a slow, small movement, taking your, um, your feet to the right of you. And then bringing them back to the middle. So this again is a slow, small movement, taking your feet to the right of you and then back to the middle. As you do this movement, see if you can keep your, um, your knees in the same relationship that they were when they start the movement, so that you're not bending more or you're not straightening more the legs as you take them to the side. Also see if you can keep the knees in the same relationship to each other so that then one's not approaching the other more as you take the feet to the right. Good, and come back to the middle. And then do a very small movement. Um, and this is, I do mean a very small movement. Take your, um, sorry, one more step. Take your feet to the right and leave your feet to the right. Leave your feet to the right. And just take a second to appreciate what leaving your feet to the right does to the length of your body. Um, so feel the, the way that the, the weight is on the pelvis whether it's more to one side or the other. Um, feel what's happened in your tailbone, whether there's some turning there. Uh, feel whether one side of your body feels longer than the other. Um, whether, and, whether, and whether one elbow is slightly drawn down and one elbow is slightly raised upwards. And then in that position, just very gently, see if you can lift the left elbow away from the floor. Keeping the head on the floor, lift the left elbow away from the floor and put it back down, very gently. This could, also, this could almost be the, the, the thickness of a piece of paper that you're lifting it up. It doesn't need to be a big movement at all. You're just doing it to appreciate how it feels with the legs tilted to the side. Okay, once you've got some measure of that and, and felt how easy or difficult it is to lift the left elbow, very gently, very, very gently, see if you can lift the right elbow. So, Sonia, I think your head should be turned to the right at this point. Yeah, yeah. 
Your head should be turned to the right. So your right ear is on your right hand. It is. Mm. Oh, yeah. If you're right, <laughs> you're, right, you're, right. you're right. I'm looking at Ali and I'm thinking that Ali's doing the right thing. And actually, I mean that you want to turn your head to the left and put your right ear on your right hand. So, sorry for my confusing instructions. <laughs> turn your head to the left so that your right ear, turn your head to the left, so you're facing the left, and your, yeah. right, ear, your right ear is on your right hand. Okay. Yeah. Your legs, your feet, are tilted down towards the right of you. Yeah. Okay, and then just again a couple of times, lift your left elbow in that position and see how that feels. See the degree of ease that you feel as you lift the elbow away from the body, away from the floor. And then put that down, rest for a second, and then lift up your right elbow and feel the difference between the two. So one should feel easier to lift than the other. Okay. Put that back down. Bring your, um, bring your feet back to the middle. And then just take your feet to the right again a few times and back to the middle and see if there's any difference in that movement now. Okay, and then take the legs down and rest. Take the legs down and rest in that position. Just feel along the length of your spine. with your head turned to the left and see if you can get some sense of the, the midline of your body running all the way from the top of your head to somewhere in the middle of your two feet. So see if you can identify that. Where would be the middle point of your two feet right now? And in this position, lying on your stomach, what relationship does your spine have to the midpoint of your head and the midpoint between the two feet? Is there a clear line all the way along through that midline? Please bend your knees again. so that your, uh, the soles of your feet are parallel with the ceiling. And begin to take your feet to the left this time. Do it slowly at first. 
let the movement develop and just see as you take your feet to the left what happens to the midline of the body which side of the pelvis lifts which side of the rib cage lengthens And is there some sense that one elbow or one shoulder is pulled downwards while the other one is raised upwards? And I don't mean raised upwards off the floor. I mean, I mean raised upwards towards your head. So one goes away from your head and one goes upwards. And, and feel each time you come back, how do you identify where the middle is? Is it a feeling in your legs? Is it a feeling in your feet? Is it a feeling along the whole length of yourself? And now keep your legs tilted to the left. <coughs> keep your legs tilted to the left. And again, lift the left elbow this time. Very gently, very small amount. And feel if that's any different from the first time that you lifted the left elbow when your legs were tilted to the right. Is it easier or harder now? Okay, and then a few times, lift the right elbow in this position. Has that become easier or harder? See if you can keep breathing as you do those movements. Okay, let that go, let the legs come back to the middle. See, as you um, take your legs to each side, because we will be doing that a few more times, um, see if you can keep it so that your knees don't straighten out as you bend them to the side. So it becomes a different thing if the, the legs lengthen as you, as you rotate the feet. Um, and just come back to the middle and just feel yourself in the middle. Let your legs down and roll over and lie on your back. I sometimes feel that the most strenuous part of these exercises is rolling over. <laughs> <laughs> That's my speed these days. <laughs> <coughs> so feel just, you know, kind of where, where you come down now when you lie on your back. And how does that differ from when you first lay down on your back at the beginning of the lesson?
so part of the, the the skill that I think develops as part of um, kind of a continuing process in the Feldenkrais method is being able to tell what differences we make to the body. And I think that um, the progression of that is um, when, for example, I sit at work and I find myself in a different position after a day of work, um, I have some degree of choice about whether I stay there or not. Um, so there's some sense of body awareness that develops um, through observing oneself and feeling differences between one thing you do and another thing you do. Um, for myself, I find that very useful, especially after sitting in an office chair for five hours, um, because I can feel in myself the difference between before and after, and I can also like sense that I have some choice. And I can go home and do a Feldenkrais lesson and feel a bit differently. Um, but there's some um, there's something quite refreshing about feeling the choice about the things that we develop. I'm not sure I said that very eloquently. Um, please turn over and lie on your stomach. This time, turn your head in the other direction. So I believe that would be facing to the right. So that your left ear is on your right hand. Sorry, your left ear is on your left hand. Bring your, bring your feet up. Um, so that your knees are bent and your the the palms or the soles of your feet are pointing towards the ceiling. And in this position, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to hinge yourself. So you're going to lift up the head and you're going to lift up the right elbow um, and you're going to hinge yourself on your left elbow. So the movement is to lift the head and the right elbow at the same time and let the left elbow stay on the floor and hinge yourself on the left elbow. What do you mean hinge yourself? Yeah, like a door. So that you keep the left elbow on the floor and you hinge yourself around that left elbow. See if you can keep both of your feet pointing upwards. So you don't lose the relationship. So it could be a much smaller movement. Don't lose the relationship of your feet pointing upwards. It doesn't have to be a big movement. It's going to be a very small movement. See if you can do it in such a way that allows you to keep breathing and keep your feet upright. Yeah, that's better. Keeping breathing is a really important part of the method. Um, one of the reasons why is because there's a certain degree of comfort that's required for our bodies and our brains to learn. And as soon as we hold our breath, we go into a more sympathetic state and uh, the comfort disappears and we stop learning, essentially. Um, so trying to keep your breathing easy 
is a really good way to, to make changes in your body. Okay, let that down, let that down. And then just take your feet now to the left a few times and see if that's developed at all. So your knees are separated wide, slightly wider than the pelvis and they're bent so that the feet are pointing towards the ceiling. You're turning the feet or bringing the feet towards the floor on the left hand side. Again, notice what happens to the midline of your body as you do this. So that you come away from the midline and you come back towards the midline. What happens in your pelvis as you do this? Is there some space that develops underneath the bottom of your pelvis? On one side rather than the other? Is there a corresponding movement of your ribs? And also a corresponding movement of your shoulders? Feel for yourself, how do you identify where the middle is when you come back down? Sorry, when you come back to the middle. Okay, the next time you come to the middle, stay in the middle. And begin to do a very small movement, very small movement. In fact, actually, what's the best way to do this? Yeah, it's the right. So with your head turned towards the right, and this could be a smaller movement than the last one you did because the head's in a different position. Begin to lift up the package of your head and your left elbow and hinge on your right uh, elbow on the floor. So it's the opposite one to the one you did last time, but the head is still turning to the right. The feet are in the middle? The feet are in the middle with the, the soles of the feet pointing towards the ceiling. Yeah. Again, as you do this, feel what's happening in the midline of your body and feel if you can keep your breathing soft as you do it. It made me quite sleepy when I did it as well, Sonia. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do, sorry? So head to the right, mm -hmm. hinge like we just hinged, but this time hinge on your right elbow so that you lift your head and your left elbow away from the floor. And feel how it's slightly different on this side. Okay, let that down, let that down. Bring your feet back to the middle and begin to tilt your legs to the right this time. Good. Gently, slowly, keep breathing, keep breathing. 
So you're doing a kind of opposite, oppositional twist away from the head. So then as you do this, and as you come back to the middle, tilt to the right, come back to the middle, then begin to go to the left. So the legs are gonna tilt over to the left and then tilt over to the right. And each time you come back to the middle, identify it. How do you know where the middle is and then go off to the other side? What does the middle feel like to you? You can't see your feet back there. You don't really know what they're doing, but there's some sense that they're in the middle. Okay, and then begin to make that movement a little lighter and a little faster. So that you pass through the middle from one side to the next. Feel as you do this, which side of your pelvis rolls, lifts up, what happens in your rib cage. Now what happens with your shoulder blades against your spine. So if your rib cage is moving and your elbows are relatively fixed on the floor, what's happening underneath your shoulder blades? Okay, let your legs down long, let your legs down long. Feel the middle of yourself in this position. And then gently roll over and lie on your back. I don't know if I can stand all this activity. <laughs> rolling over. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty hardcore class, right? The thing that's so bizarre is if you really stay focused and connected through the whole thing, how you feel afterwards every time. It's yeah. so wild. Yeah. Okay, so as you're lying there, um, bring, your, bring your feet up to, to standing so your knees are bent. And without looking down at your feet, consider where the midpoint between your two heels are. The midpoint between your two heels. Feel if that midpoint between your two heels has any relationship to the, the direction or the place that the tailbone sits. Could you in yourself feel if your tailbone is directly pointed at the midpoint between your two heels? Okay, and then just move your attention up your body and feel the midpoint of your head at the top of your head. Feel the midpoint at the back of the skull 
the midpoint at the back of the shoulders. The midpoint in the lower back. And the midpoint of the, the pelvis or the sacrum. And just feel that sense of connection. And could you say that the, the midpoint between the two heels, that there's some sense of a straight line all the way up to the midpoint of the skull? Or does it feel that there's some deviation along that line? Most of our spines are not straight. Obviously, we have kind of a you know, natural curves forwards and backwards in the spine, but we also, most of us, have curves left and right of the spine and different degrees of twisting um, along the length of our spine. So just feel, you know, any sense of um, middle between your head and your feet, your two feet, and whether your spine or the middle of your back adheres to that line or if it deviates from it. And feel the front of your forehead, the middle of the front of your forehead between your two eyes. Feel the, the direction that your nose points, is that in the middle? Feel where your chin is, where your chin lies. Feel where your chin lies in relationship to where your sternum is. The sternum's the, the breastbone at the front of the body. Is there some relationship between the chin and the sternum? Are they in a line with each other or are they deviating slightly? And feel where your belly button is. Take without, without sort of uh, giving yourself, um, without sliding your hand onto your belly button. So take your hands off your body, body take your hands off your body down towards the side and then take a finger of one of your hands and in your first attempt try and locate your belly button in your first attempt so don't give yourself any uh, any leeway in your first attempt and then take it off and then try it with the other hand try it with the other hand in your first attempt my assumption is most of the, for most of you, that's not like extremely accurate. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Like a magnet. <laughs> I got pretty close on my side. <laughs> um, the, 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 point, the point that I, you know, and I think that, um, what this lesson is great at is saying that we have one image of ourselves and it doesn't necessarily adhere to the reality of ourselves. Um, so in these kind of movement processes, we come closer in our perception to the reality um, and that has a benefit to us. Um, the, the way that Feldenkrais talks about this is the development of the self-image. 
um, and this has a relationship to uh, certain areas of our brains and how they relate to different areas of our body. Um, and there's this weird picture called a homunculus that you could look up online if you're interested. Um, but this, this sense of feeling ourselves gives us some direction about how we move in space, how we, how we organize our body, and the clearer, the better picture we can develop of that, the better our movement can become, the better the sense of ourselves can become. Um, and that's how we can improve. Um, so let your legs down long. Roll over. Lie on your belly. And this time have your chin on the floor. Have your chin on the floor. Where your hands go? Say it again. Where your hands? Your hands. Um, your hands. Sorry, that's a really good point. Your hands are elongated out to the side of you. Uh, up or down? Uh, out to the side of you. So they're shoulder shoulder height, and they're out to the side. Yeah. Oh, down. So yeah, like you're spreading your wings. Your palms are downwards, face downwards. Um. If you don't have space, um, yeah, maybe one arm can go out to the side. Okay. And now um, see in this position, if you bend your legs again, See if you can feel the midpoint in this position between your two heels. And begin to make a movement with your right heel where you take your right heel towards the midline. Do this nice and slowly, nice and slowly towards the midline and back away from the midline. Notice as you take your heel inwards towards the midline, what happens to the rest of the midline of the body? So it's just the right heel. See if you can move the right heel without disturbing the left heel. So you're really feeling the effect of moving the right heel. The next time you come to the middle, go out to the side slightly so that you make the movement of the right heel out to the side and then into the midline. So it's kind of crossing over. Do this nice and slowly and see whether your foot keeps some relationship with, um, you know, see what happens to the foot. Is the foot tilting as you do this? Can you keep the foot soft as you do this? 
so that there's no sense of effort in the foot itself but you're taking your heel out to the outside and into the inside identifying where the mid midline is and the next time you identify where the midline is next time you identify where the midline is turn round so that you can see where your heel is and see if it's in the middle and then bring your head back down and then really begin to go a little bit quicker with that movement out to the outside, into the inside, out to the outside, into the inside. See if the, you know, through some sense of the, the speed, the movement of the ankle, you can really begin to define where the middle is. And feel what's happening upwards in your body as you do that. Is the pelvis tilting? Is one side of the rib cage going more towards the floor? And what's happening to the head? and the eyes. And can you keep breathing when you do that? Yeah, make it even faster, make it even faster. Okay, and then leave your, your feet apart leave your feet apart and then take your um, take your two feet together to meet in the midpoint and then back out seeing if you can keep your feet nice and soft nice and soft and then spread them apart again and then take your take your just one foot take your right foot into the middle and then go to meet it with your left foot and see if that really does feel like the middle mm -hmm. my right foot went way further than my left foot to get there <laughs> yeah good okay let your legs come down let your legs come down and roll over and lie on your back And if you can, if you're happy to, let your legs down long. Feel how you lie on the floor now. And feel the difference in the length of the left side and the length of the right side. So the length can be all the way down from the head down to the tip of the toe.
feel the difference in breathing on the left side and the right side. Feels like two completely different people. <laughs> yeah. One of the um, one of the images that I really like when you do stuff like this, if you were to put a plane of glass all the way through the midline of the body, like what difference would you notice then between the left and the right? So in terms of the, the physiological differences, um, just in the, the, rib, the ribs and the, the lungs alone, the, the right side of the ribs have three lobes and the left side of the ribs only have two lobes um, because there's space for the heart on the left side. You know, so if you had that, that sort of piece of plexiglass or glass separating the midline of the body, could you notice those differences on the left side of you and the right side of you? even all the way up to your face most of us have don't have perfectly symmetrical faces but could you feel could you identify through feeling the differences in your body between the left and the right And then again, take your left hand this time and place it in your belly button. See if there's any more precision that's developing. Okay, and when you're ready, please roll over and line your stomach again. I got it. <laughs> okay lie with your with your face in the middle again so that your chin's on the floor in the middle your arms are outstretched to the sides of you raise your feet up so that your knees are bent and your feet are pointing towards the ceiling and keep your knees spread slightly wider than shoulder width, slightly wider than the width of your pelvis. And now begin to make a movement where you flex and extend just your left foot, just your left foot. And do this slowly, do this really slowly. Do this really slowly to begin with. Notice that as you uh, flex your foot, that your toes come towards you and your heel goes away from you. And notice as you extend your foot that your heel goes away from, sorry, your heel goes down and your foot goes up. So there's a corresponding movement that happens to the heel and the foot. They are separate bones, even though we consider them just the foot. 
so you're not moving your leg you're just moving your foot you're just moving your foot you're flexing and extending your foot and noticing how your heel responds to that movement and then begin to make that a slower sorry a faster lighter movement so in order to make that movement faster and lighter firstly you need to keep breathing secondly you need to move less So if you want to oscillate around the center, some middle between flexion and extension, you need to get the movement smaller and lighter and faster. Okay, and then leave your foot somewhere in the middle between flexion and extension. And notice if that foot feels the same or different to the, the right foot right now. Are they lying in the same way or are they lying in a different way? We didn't do this movement with the right foot. And then begin to trace a circle with your left big toe. And make this movement quite a big circle, quite a big circle. It is the movement of your whole ankle. Yeah, that's good. See if you can keep breathing as you do this, seeing if you can keep your ankle above your knee. Take it slow, slow it down. If it's difficult, slow it down. I feel like a retard. <laughs> There's one lesson that he teaches that is literally just ankles and it's so, it's so funny, it's so funny. Just take it slowly. So if you do it slowly, so it doesn't matter, like do it badly, right? This is one of the things that he always says, do it badly. Do it badly, but do it slowly and keep breathing. Okay, and then begin to draw that circle in the other direction. Again, taking it slowly. It's almost like we kind of have to listen to our own limitations. Make sure the ankle's above the knee and that you keep breathing. And then make that circle slightly smaller and slightly faster. Notice what you're doing with your heel as you do it. Does your heel also make a circle? Could you do the movement without disturbing your toes and just move your heel? <laughs> The answer to that is no. Sure, eventually. So if the answer is no, what would you have to do to start off? You'd have to do it slower and you'd have to do it and keep breathing. And don't worry if it get, you get it wrong. Right. Right. I can't move my toes though? No, you're not allowed to move your toes now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Okay, and then come down somewhere in the middle of that circle. Just let your foot rest in the middle of that circle. Let any effort of the movement go. And begin to take the heel of your right foot inwards to the midline. Sorry, yeah, no, your left foot, apologies. The heel of your left foot inwards towards the midline. Then feel as you do that movement with the heel, bringing it back out and into the midline again. Feel what happens along the whole length of your spine. whole length of your body. And again, what happens underneath the shoulder blades? Is there some movement underneath the shoulder blades? Keep breathing. Keep the front of your body soft. Let any tension in your eyes and your jaws go as you do this movement. And then begin to take it to the outside as well as the inside, nice and slowly. Allowing your whole body to turn to support this movement of the leg. See, each time that you come to the midline, identify that somehow inside yourself, you know that that's the middle. Feel what's happening in your hip joint. So we did a whole lesson, a whole... Um, a whole class on the hip joints last week. Feel if there's some rotation that you're doing now with your left leg that's similar to the class that we did last week. Okay, and then the next time you come to the middle, bring your right foot to contact your left foot. Bring them together to the middle. Bring them together to the middle, yeah. And do they meet in the middle with the same amount of effort, with the same speed? And then begin to take both heels away from the middle. So they go out to the outside. See if you can keep your feet nice and soft. Keep your ankles in the, in the kind of plane above your knees so they're not going away from you and towards you. And feel as you do these movements, you take your heels out to the outside, leaving your toes soft. Bring your heels to the midline. What's happening in your hip joints?
each time you come to the middle, kind of, you know, think down that whole midline of yourself, the front of your body, your belly button, your nose, your chin, back of your body, the top of your head, back of your head, back of the spine of the neck, in between your shoulders, your lower back and the back of your pelvis, even your tailbone. Okay, and then begin to make that movement a little faster. Okay, bring both feet to the to a kind of uh, a normal position away from each other. And then take both feet out to the right together, keeping the relationship the same width away from each other. Yeah, that's it. And then take them both out to the left of you. Sorry, was that the left? No, that was, yeah, right and then the left. So as you do this, if you can go between the right and the left, taking both feet in the same direction and allow your pelvis to turn, allow your rib cage to move. Try not to lift your knees away from the floor, but see if your feet could go towards the floor. What would need to happen underneath your shoulder blades? How soft would you need to keep your breathing? Okay, let your legs down, take a rest. So if you just quickly roll over and lie on your back. And feel the, the midline of your body as you lie on the back. And then keeping the relationship of your feet, so bend your knees. And keeping the, the, the width between your feet the same, lift your feet up and take them slightly to the left of you. Did that make sense? So keeping the width keeping the width between your two feet the same lift your feet away from the floor and move them slightly to the left of you good just slightly doesn't need to be a big amount what's more important is that you keep the width the same between them okay and then take your lift your head up take your head lift your head up and take your left your head over to the left of you and just feel that position and put it down again, put it down again, put it down, yeah. 
So your feet are over away from the midline and your head is over away from the midline. Okay, and then gently bring your feet back. Gently bring your feet back to the middle. And feel how you identify where the middle is. Does it feel you different? Can, you can set your feet down when you get them to the left. Yes, and them yes. yeah, they go back to the floor. Sorry, I didn't make that okay. clear. I wasn't sure. And then bring your head back to the middle. And feel how your head feels now. Uh, you know, has the, the, mid, the sense of the midline changed? And this time, take your head over to the right. So lift your head and take it over to the right of you. And take your legs. So lift your feet up and take them to the left of you. To the left of you, not the right. To the left of you. Good. Keep the relationship between them the same. Feel what that's done to the midline. Where your belly button is. What's happened in the whole length of your spine? Where is the twist happening? Bring your head back to the middle this time. And bring your feet back to the middle. Has that changed your sense of the midline? One more thing to do. So if you take your head to the right and take your feet to the right, lift them up, take them slightly to the right and feel this deviation away from the midline to the right, the feet to the right as well, yeah, as the head. And then slowly bring your feet back to the middle. Feel the change in the midline and then bring your head back to the middle. And take your head, pick your head up and take it to the left. Take your feet to the right. And then bring them both back to the midline at the same time. One last time, roll over and lie on your stomach. You can have your hands together if that's more comfortable than having them out to the side so that your forehead's on your, uh, on your hands. Bring your feet up in the air so that your knees are bent. Have your knees separated so that they're slightly wider than pelvis. And just feel for a second that sense of the midline that we just looked at. Feel in yourself where that is, and then begin to take your feet, both of them, over to the left and over to the right. Going through the midline, feeling that sense of the midline of the body as you do it. Keep it nice and smooth. Keep that sense of the midline as you do the movement. 
and what's happening in the middle of you. When you've done it a few times, begin to pick up the pace slightly without hurrying and make the movement easier, swifter, more comfortable. And let your legs go together to the right and the left, keeping the midline, keeping the sense of the midline, how it's being affected by the movement of the heels. And then let that movement go, let your legs down long. And then just feel again the top of your head, the, the, the midpoint at the back of the skull, the midpoint between, between the two heels, and how your spine adheres to that midline between your head and your feet. Has that changed from the beginning of the lesson? Has the, your sense of the midline through the whole of your body, has that changed? Take your time. When you're ready, come up to standing. So roll over and come up to standing. And just feel yourself in standing for a second. Feel how, feel how tall you feel. Any sense of support that you get from your, from your spine. And then just turn, turn to one side and turn to the other and see how that feels. We didn't really do that at the beginning, but we did roll the head. Can you make that a nice fast movement? Just really gently around the middle, very gently. Okay, 